The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Ajante. Ajante? Ajante. You're enchanted? Is is? Well, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. That's what you say. It's a pleasure to see you. It's a pleasure to be enchanted by your mere presence. That's where I'm at. It's a wonderful thing to say to a lady or to somebody you're attracted to. Yeah, most ladies. Ajante. Don't know what Ajante is. Not anymore. No. Um, because... They're not ladies. Education. Um, <laughs> you're right. You nailed it. <laughs> When's the last time I met a lady? You know where you live. I meet girls. You know where you live. Yeah. I- <laughs> oh, my God. Your hair is crazy. Um, that's usually how that's that goes. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Uh, speaking Ooh. of crazy hair. Ooh. Go on. One Mr. Donnie... Jehoshaphat, oh, his Trump, his his hair. He's amazing. I know. I miss him. I listened to the highlights, so to speak, of his whatever that was of that that rant political rally. Sure. The idea of him <laughs> coming down on Barack Obama. It's great. Everybody thinks he's so handsome. Oh, he's, he's so, so jealous. God. He's so jelly Why belly. are you so jealous? Oh, also, you should be jealous. You should be. Did you see the portraits? I um, I did not. So they released. Because I, and that was purposeful. I saw them released and yes. I went, I don't, I honestly, like, I don't care. Like about the portraits. It's really cool for Barack Obama. Bless his heart. I miss him dearly. I know you do. I miss the drone strikes mostly. He, that is the only <laughs> first couple in my lifetime that I've actually liked. I like them. Like, yeah, I like I, those I, people. They were very likable. They're I like very, those people. They they seemed they were likable because they were relatable. Now you know. And I mean, they, his his acceptance or his his speech, so to speak. He basically just said, you know, the artist captured Michelle's grace Mm -hmm. and her intelligence. And also she is fine. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, that that is amazing. That's what you should be saying. Talk great about your wife. That that's what you should be saying about your betrothed. Yeah. Because most of us are like, and then she gave another very graceful, elegant speech because she's know, articulate and, and intelligent yeah it's amazing lovely, when you have a first lady. a first a lady, lady that can speak um and we've had well. some good ones i mean i i mean i hate to say it but like don't are you gonna say hillary no but oh. laura bush i thought was a very graceful lady she for all the hate that we have for that administration yeah. and, and and let's be honest they are certifiable war criminals sure like she had nothing to do with it 
Um, no, she, she wanted compo- to teach kids to read and right. She she composed herself very, very well. well, very well. I must say, she was probably yeah. throwing anti Juneteenth parties, but she composed <laughs> <so>. herself very. <laughs> this is allegedly, but she did. Like she I, really did. I, I no, found I'm, her. I, I, I agree with you. Perfectly pleasant. I agree with you. One hundred percent. And I'm not gonna lie, man. I would fucking sit down and chat with fucking W. Hey, brother. Any day of the week. Come on, Jack. You know that guy's fun. Oh, he parties. Fun. I Just know he's not to supposed to party, yeah. but like when he brings candy to like events and like yeah. hands it out, just brings me like, a Werther's. What are you doing? It's gonna be a Werther's, buddy. <laughs> oh, buddy. George. Uh, we have some fun stuff. I know we were off a week. Bobby will talk about that if he chooses to. I, I well, haven't even no, asked him. I, I just last weekend it was a three day weekend. You just said I, I, it's Labor Day and I don't feel like laboring. I just didn't want to do it. You know he, which is hey, you can call your own mulligan when you're a friend. You can say, hey man, I'm not doing it. And what was my response? Okay, I didn't, I didn't ask. I just went okay. And to be fair, adults. no one, no one else's podcast dropped on that Monday. So which like that's. People took a day. You take a mulligan, man. Take a day. Um, and that's fine. And we all should be able to take a day. Um, do you know who's going to be taking a lot of days? Is Sarah Palin. Because she got a dose for a congressional seat. Sarah took a big fat L. A fat L, dude. In her home state. From a native Democrat. First time in... Since... Roe v. Wade. Since Roe v. Wade. Literally the same year that Roe v. Wade came into uh, whatever. Existence. existence. Uh, yeah, that was a really interesting celebration and anniversary. Beautiful. Um, and I it, think so. I called it ironic. And you were like, well, it's I more I don't know if it's ironic. Well, the irony is she's so anti-choice. Yeah. And she lost on the same day. So I, I called it. Iron and her concession was full of grace. Oh, <laughs> uh, as it usually. Listen, we look at Laura Loomer, who, if you don't know who she is, she's, I don't. Been, she's been kicked off of every single platform because she is a white. We're going to, you're going to hear a new phrase on the podcast. It's called Christo nationalist. Um, that's what the, or Christo fascist. Um, that's what these people are. Um, they don't understand the separation of church and state. They don't understand the whole reason this country was built was because we were running from um, the integration of church and state. That's a whole reason why this country was founded is we did. We wanted to separate those things and rightfully so. And well, I mean, the, Jefferson and Madison and the like Federalist Papers. Yes. Went on and on about this concept. 100%. That's just our, at the core of our being as Americans is the fact that Religion will not dictate policy. That is at the core of our being. And now you see, and I don't want to say Republicans, but some of them, but not all of them. I think at the the latest like polling is 30% of Republicans or what would be considered MAGA Republicans. Um, And... So if you, it, and it's so funny because they're like half the country, half the country. Nope. When Dark Brandon rose, and he did rise with big black wings in front of fucking the Lincoln Memorial, 
or and gave that last speech. Yeah, that which, was a by weird. the way, that was a little weird. I think that the aesthetics were a little weird. Yeah, but what he said was not, and no, it's what not everybody was thinking, which is this is not this is. They were like, well, how how dare you speak about half the nation? You guys are not half the nation. You were less than half the nation. And of those that are less than half the nation, 30% of those are the ones that are the Matt Gates, Bobert, Titan yeah, yeah, Green. Yeah, yeah, right. That's it's such a small minority of who we are. That being said, um, that was a glorious speech. That was so glorious. Because he was lucid. He spoke well. He said what needed to be said. These are dangerous people, and they are fascists. That don't get it twisted. Look at the fourteen, the the famous fourteen list of fascism. Look up fourteen and fascism in any search bar, except Bing. Is Bing still a thing? Yeah. Um. Look. Look it up in Bing. I'm just curious, and it'll show you the fourteen rules of fascism. And they've checked off every single box. It's incredible. They're running out of room. They're painting themselves in a corner. Palin loses in Alaska. Kansas says no to the fucking um, absolutism of an abortion bill. We're looking at red states become less red because they missed. Look, I always say this to my my staff. Got to read the room. Sure. Right. Got to have some emotional IQ. You got to read the room. If somebody's having a bad day, you don't poke them. If things are going in a certain direction, you got to recognize that and act accordingly. The GOP is not acting accordingly. They're running roughshod despite the fact of you know, 70% of the country is thinking one way. They're thinking, oh, we got them. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, I think we're seeing a, a sea change in that regard. They're making a lot of mistakes lately. Yeah, I think we are seeing a sea change in regards to MAGA. I wish, and this is just my opinion, one guy just talking. This is just one guy talking. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, I mean, I wish I wish we had a better leader in place other than Joe Biden to, to I lead agree. this charge. I, I agree. think we'd be in a lot better hands with someone a little more... Barackish? Um, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think he would be... Someone of that ilk would have I, I the agree. emotional intellect to navigate this better. Understood. Joe Biden is a little ham-handed and old school. Very much so. And, you know, and let's be honest. He's like I, the lieutenant in a fucking... Starsky and Hutch. You know what I mean? He's just pissed all right, off all guys. the time. All right, guys. We're yeah. done playing games. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I wish he was a little more nuanced sometimes. Yeah. You I mean, know. he's 83. Let's not... Or 82. Oh, yeah. And he is only three years older than Donald Trump. I like to remind people of that because he's always considered the old befuddled man. And if you've seen Donald Trump speak in the last year... <laughs> oh, it's it is it's so much Alzheimer's happening right now. It it's he pain. is just grabbing at ideas and words. It's pure word salad. Well, pure that, that speech salad. we we're talking about, he literally talked about people visiting him at the White House like three weeks ago. He, what? And I'm like, uh, like uh, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't Don, happen, my guy. Donnie, 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 baby, boy. baby boy. Baby boy. My doll. My dog. My <laughs> my bon vivant. <laughs> my, that 
that didn't happen, man. Like you haven't been in the White House for a minute, bro. No, no. He took the White House with him, and then it got taken back. But by as the any, FBI, <laughs> as any good cult does, yeah, they ignore they ignore reality, everything. Yeah, you know. Don't we? We have a saying on the podcast: Don't let reality get in the way of your beliefs um, ever, 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 ever. Um, it's laughable. Uh, I Bobby's a little more cynical on this. I think I'm a little bit optimistic, much to my chagrin, um, about the criminality of what has taken place right now. He keeps hitting roadblock after roadblock, legislative, I mean, not legislatively, but legally. Um, well, he got he, a big win with Judge Cannon. He, yeah, but okay. watch, watch well, that shit. I understand. I'm you setting, know what I'm about I'm to say. I'm setting you up. I'm teeing I, you thank up. Thank you, brothers. Send he, me the softball. He got the big win with yeah. Judge Cannon that granted him the right to have a uh, special master that can be appointed. Weird term. To I know, which, by the way, never heard of it. That's why apparently, I don't go out pontificating about it because I don't even know what it fucking means. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> this is a legal tactic that is used by people with a lot of money. So I think he wants to be a guy with a lot of money. Yeah. Now, full disclosure, the GOP um, punditry and his his constituency, the MAGA people, every time something bad happens to him, they give him a real big fucking check. No matter whether it's Ivanka dying and him burying her in the golf course, totally different subject, not weird at all. Or it's him getting "quote unquote" raided, which is not what happened at Mar-a-Lago. He then attached to every piece of correspondence that he sends out has a button to donate. Every, every. single one. It is such a grift. It is so obvious that you know. I, there's a lot of like Republican TikTok out there, and. You know, MAGA TikTok where they're like, oh, the day of reckoning's coming, brother. I'm going to grab my rifle and hit the streets. You just wait. And I, I told Rexus, I welcome it. Please grab your AR-15s. Grab all of your guns, all your fun stuff. Be on a jet ski. Do whatever mural that you paint on the side of a fucking van, you dipshit. Go out in the streets and start fucking taking over the government. I'm going to tell you right now, I will put our military against you, dipshit. Yeah. Because that's what it's... If you guys want a revolution, well, let's go, dude. It's let's such a, fucking go, dude. such a dumb conversation but I, but that these people are having. This is it's what so I'm saying, dumb. though. You think you're revolutionaries. You're nobody, man. No. You're nobody. Yeah. Do you want to affect change? Become a congressperson. Become on. Go on a city council. Go yeah. on a school council. Start a non for profit. Do something. Do so, Do anything but complain on your phone yeah. to a platform. Yeah. Because that's all you're doing. You psychopaths. We're winning. You're losing. Welcome back. Welcome back. I love it, dude. Keep singing, brother. I get. <laughs> Um, I don't remember any of the, to the, the words. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, Mr. Kata. Mr. Kata. Um, everybody under 30 has no idea what we're talking no, about. No idea. Okay. No idea. Anyway, welcome we back. Them. We lost them. Well, they don't They don't deserve to be here anyway. 
you guys do. Dana, Kelly, all you guys, you deserve to be here. Um, welcome back. It's the whiskiest of reels and the riskiest of wheels. It is the whiskey reel. We are back. We are feeling good. It is muggy. I feel like Ooh. the undercarriage of a hobo. Yeah. That's a real thing. My new nickname is and- the Grundle. I'm just a Grundle. <laughs> You're a Grundle hugger. Just a sweaty groin. <laughs> Was that in Harry Potter? Yeah. The Grundle yeah. hugger? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm an inguinal area. <laughs> that is fucking, that was over my pay grade. Yeah. Um, welcome back. It's the Whiskey Reel, guys. I'm sorry we were off last week. Bobby did a best of um, and killed it per usual. But we are back live in action, feeling good. It is, a gu- it, no, it is September. Oh, I almost said it was August. Oh, it's the ninth. Fucked. As we up. record. And as you hear this, it'll be post 9-11. Yeah, correct. It'll be the twelfth. Okay. No, the thirteenth. So it'll be the thirteenth when you're hearing this. That's fine. Yeah. Um, as you hear this right now, I am less than a month away of disappearing for ten days to go watch my team play in their city, which I've never done before, yep. and taking Rex to New Orleans for my fiftieth birthday. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yikes. Um, we, I know it's so gross. I am so close to death. Fifty-year-olds are so gross. I am sniffing death's sphincter, um, and it smells delightful. Thank you for asking. Um, we are drinking as we tend to do on the program. Bobby has his boochies that he brings in. That every every week boochies. Uh, this week we're doing Flying Embers Grapefruit with a hint of thyme. It's delicious. It is actually delightful. Pretty, pretty refreshing. We need chasers when we do this. You know, most of you guys know what a chaser is, right? It's a typically it's a non-alcoholic beverage to tamp down the alcoholic beverage. Bobby chooses to get fucking alcoholic camp, fucking kombucha. That makes me burp incessantly, um, but I enjoy it quite a bit, and I'm sure my gut is happy. Yeah, yeah, How's you're that? getting some live cultures, Thank my you, friend. Brother. Life Thank cultures. You. I need life cultures. Um, I got my <laughs> SCOBY. Um, I hope all of you guys are doing well. We are in Cloud City. We are killing it. We're looking down on all of you per use. Even when we're not here, we're looking down on all of you, just so you know. It's kind of creepy, but we're right behind you at all times. We know everything going on everywhere and that's the way it is so suck a dick um i got a great little piece of bourbon whiskey that you guys will really really like it's called cyrus noble it is listen they did a little flim flam on us fam um it says san francisco on the label so i thought it was like a a california bourbon i was like ah and then you start reading you should read. Yeah. All of you should read. Read a contract <laughs> thoroughly. You know the small print? That's a shit you should read first. Right. Right? They kind of give a, give us a little flim flam here. It says San Francisco, but it's distilled in Kentucky. Yeah. And bottled in old San Franny. Um, home of the Tenderloin District. The Tenderloin District. <laughs> if you don't like stepping over human feces, don't come here. Uh, it's a bourbon whiskey. It's a small batch, which I guess is kind of amorphous as well. Um, what is a small batch? I don't think there's any sort of regulation on what that is. It is 90 proof. 
it was 42 buck. Um, I mean, to you, to me, it wasn't to you. It will be ish 42 ish. It's a beautiful, it looks like, you know, a bottle Jack, like a bottle Jack on a car, like not a regular Jack. It's a bottle Jack bottle. That's what I like to call them. hundred percent. Um, it has an embossing of a shovel and a pick, uh, alluding to the gold miners. That's kind of what they're going for. Um, it representing Cali Cali, which is where I am from. Um, although San Francisco lives in and of itself, right? Bustos, you know, um, that being said, it is definitely a bourbon. At least we don't know the mash bill on this. The barreling is two years, right? Yeah. At least. Um, and it's 90 proof. Let's talk about the way it tastes in your face. Well, we're we're doing this neat. We don't have any ice right now. I don't think we need it. Not on this one. I don't think we do either. Um, it has a really... Uh, this is not going to come as a shock, but very vanillin forward. Yeah, me. it's very barreled. Yeah, very yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the vanillins, I think, even more than like caramel or, it's very vanilla. Like, yeah. I, you could drizzle this over a pancake. Ooh, like bourbon pancake, and it would be lovely. It would be lovely. I uh, don't get a lot of back end on this. I don't get a lot of fruitiness necessarily. Mm-hmm. This is a more oaky. Yeah, this uh, is definitely uh, what we like to call tertiary. Yeah, flavors. Yeah, this is much. barreled flavors, man. Yes. This is all oak, um, which isn't a bad thing, right? I mean, it's got vanillins in it. It does have some caramel in it. It doesn't have the breakfast spices, um, which is no. what I think you were saying, right? Nutmeggy, no, cinnamony, yeah. Yeah. like all that shit. Yeah, it's, it's not more like an apple vanilla pie. and it's car- a... caramel. Yeah, which is what, this is um, more creme brulee than apple pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, which is Ameri- indicative of American oak. Sometimes when you get new American oak, which is what a lot of good wine is barreled in new, that's why you can tell this is used oak. A lot of the new American oak will put out coconut, spearmint, green pepper. It's very dynamic and very interesting in a wine. Bourbon guys, like you're holding it for two years. You're not going to get new barrels no. to do this in. You're going to get used barrels but it still tastes america um it's called cyrus noble really cool kind of classic bottling it would look good on your shelf i pay, i didn't pay 42 bucks i paid less because i'm a cheapskate but you will pay 42 bucks and um i think this is a buy at 42 i, mean, I don't i don't hate this price i I think I don't know what I would do with it necessarily, other than just sip, sip on it. Neat. I mean, that's, yeah, man, it's really hey, even, just kind of a drinker. Yeah, it, I mean, you could do a uh, highball with this, sure. I mean, if you did, put yeah, some, it's got a little like kind of honey nuttiness to it that yeah. would be really good. Like, yeah, 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 that would like a splash of soda over sure. ice or like cut. You know, but even if, but if you, make but it really I w- refreshing, yeah. kind of a porch pounder, if you wanted to sure. do that. Sure, I think if you'd mix this like a one-one drink, it'd be fine. Like classic highball would be totally okay. I think it would get run over by ginger beer. I think it would get run over by vermouth. Yes, I don't think this has enough nuts. Uh, it doesn't have enough wagon that it's dragging. 
every spirit I think that you're going to mix with that kind of stuff yeah. has to have one aggressive note. Yes, yeah, this, this doesn't. It's, this which doesn't is kind of have, a testament to what it is. It, it makes it what it is. It doesn't have anything that like stands out to you as the aggressive, overarching flavor right. profile. Because a lot of the stuff, like 90 proof, you want to talk about like a hot 90, um, that would be uh, Betty White. Kidding. Yeah. A hot night. Oh. A hot ninety would be like Knob Creek. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is legendary yeah. for how rocket fuel. Yeah. And this is the same proof as Knob Creek. But it drinks like an eighty. It does. It really does. It really does. Very mild, very unassuming. I dig it. I think it's good. It's a good sipper. It's like you know, I always say, like, you want to come over, you know, you're 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 gonna marry a uh, somebody. I don't want to use genders. You're going to marry somebody. You meet their family. You meet whoever, whomever you're marrying's father. Sit down and have a whiskey. Yeah. You know, unless they're fucking DJs. It's going to tell you a lot about drink whomever you're meeting. High fucking high. It's like, no, I just drink high life. Okay. Is this the right person to marry? That's who you are. Um, Okay. But if you brought a bottle of this and poured it into a cup for somebody who likes bourbon, just sit out on the back porch and promise that you will love their their progenitors, yeah. progeny. So this is Cirrus. Is that how we're saying it? Cyrus. I think it's Cyrus. Cyrus Noble. Cyrus. Cyrus. C-Y-R-U-S. Cyrus Noble. B-L-E. Um, Haas Brothers, San Francisco, California. Fire. Forty bucks. It's great. It's a really nice. It's great. Really nice whiskey. I just don't mix it. Sip it neat. Bobby and I are sipping it neat because we're kind of neat. We're neat. We are neat. We're neat guys. Yeah. And we're cleanly. And we, we smell good. We are, I I don't know if I'd smell great. <laughs> I I've I've walked past you at times where you smell like cremini mushrooms. Yeah. Not today. Not today. You were killing it today, Cremini brother. Cremini mushrooms. <laughs> It's so specific. Um, anyway, guys, we love you very much. That being said, uh, what is... Okay, you talked about you didn't need to... Last week, you were feeling like need a little bit of a break. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Did just you wanted do, a moment. Did you do anything in those three days? Oh, God, no. That you want to talk about? God, no. I played... You're playing Spider-Man a lot. Right? Yeah. Actually, I've been playing some Spider-Man. Okay. Um, there's no new games right now that are just like knocking my dick in the dirt. Yeah. So I did this thing where role. I go back and I just start replaying Red Dead Redemption or... You're such a nerd. No, no, I, no, I mean, whatever. <laughs> the, the beauty of stuff like that is that you don't even have to think about it. No, it's autopilot. It's just autopilot. Yeah, you just go. And it's like cutscene comes on, you just stand up, go to the kitchen, you know... Make yourself a cocktail, come back, it's over. <laughs> Make yourself up. Yeah. Grilled cheese. You know where you're going. Yeah. You know where you you're know going. Exactly what's yeah. happening. Um, so yeah, that's all I I mean, yeah. I've been kinda hanging out with a lady friend and okay. that's going pretty well. So I've been doing that here and there. Look at you, Poop. Yeah. You know, I'm keeping it I'm taking it slow. Taking it slow. Well, look at you, man. Yeah. I love I love it. I love when you're uh because usually Bobby's like, oh, my God, this girl. I love her. Um, no, I'm being demure. D- you you are. You're being, <laughs> you're being a little reticent. I am. I you're am. being a little reserved. Who knows, Who knows how it goes? I love it. I, I, I like this new Bobby. Um, 
I spent the weekend watching horror films with my betrothed Rex. Um, I showed her for the first time Midsummer, which she thought was one of the best movies she's seen in 10 years. Are you serious? Loved it. That's amazing. I loved it. I loved uh, it more now than I did when I saw it in a theater. I love her more now than I ever I, have. I, she thought it was one of the most brilliant films made that she can remember. And it made me realize why I love her so much. Um, that being said, it's very good. By the way, guys, if you haven't seen Midsummer, it's a lot. I'm, don't go in there thinking you're going to see Fast and Furious. You're we're not. not. We're not going to break down Midsummer per se. I will say this it about is it. Genius. It is a beautiful level. film. Genius level. Yeah. Um, Ari Aster Ari is, is no joke. A beautiful filmmaker. God. He has a vision. He Woo. sticks to it. It is got one of the most disturbing scenes I've ever seen in cinema. It's so rough. Oh, yeah, the, the sexing and the. No. It's so good. Which one? Pick one. The jumping off the rocks? Yes. Oh, it's Jesus brutal. Jesus Christ. So we can't brutal. even talk about it. No, no, no. It, like, it's brutal. That shit fucked me up for like two weeks. I no, was we like, had to, we had why to, did they do that? <laughs> we had to pause eight <laughs> times. Um, by the way, Ari Aster, for fans of uh, Hereditary, which if you haven't seen that, you're not my friend. Hereditary and Midsummer is going to come out with something in 2023. That is going to be um, Citizen Kane-esque, from what I hear. Oh, um, okay. And it's going to star Joaquin Phoenix. Those are and bold statements. No, they that's what the early early cuts have shown. And Joaquin's Phoenix is in it. There's some other big profile people. And it's. I think this is going to set the world on Here, its ear. Here's the last thing I'll say about Ari Aster until his new film. Yeah. He... Okay, typically filmmakers have this tendency mm-hmm. to create something disturbing disturbing on screen and then they show it to you. Yeah. And then they cut away. Ari Esther stays on it. Has brother never cut away. What it, he's like, oh no, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you forty five seconds extra in, staring at this thing. In respect to the NFL season that just started yesterday. What do they do? They eat. Yeah. Eat. Oh. He as a director sits on it and eats. Yeah. He just wants you to fucking ooh. Look he at what I to, did. Look what I did, brother. Yeah. Look what I did. Anyway, yeah. that being said, I saw a film this weekend which rocked my fucking world um, called The Innocence. And it's innocence, like not innocence with a C-E at the end. It's The Innocence. With a TS at the end. Yes. It is Norwegian, I think. Or I've already explained to everybody. I think Norway, I think uh, Sweden, I think it's all the same country. Uh, My brain doesn't analyze the fact that they're different countries. In my mind, it's a bunch of disparate places where people all look and sound alike. I'm sorry. That's just what I think of it. That's what I think of Scandinavia. Okay. The Innocence takes place in... um, that region. I think it's Swedish, actually. Um, imagine, if you will, and I don't want to spoil it. We all are huge fans of the movie uh, Let the Right One In, the original uh, movie Let the Right One In. It is dark. It is gray. It is neutral. It is unsettling. It is weird. It is hard. 
there's a lot of like subject matter that is very kind of awkward and makes you nervous. This has that same vibe, except the premise of the movie is what if a bunch of kids got together and the longer they were together, the more psychic ability they had. And by psychic ability, I don't mean just reading minds, but moving things and um, like telekinesis, not just moving things around, but also breaking bones. Imagine putting that power in eight-year-olds and 12-year-olds and 11-year-olds in a real scenario under the guise of that sort of dark, um, even though it wasn't gray and neutral like Let the Right One In was, it was bright and colorful, which almost made it more disturbing. And um, it is a piece of art. It is genius. Um, It is hard to watch. It is not for everybody, man. I'm telling you, there are people that are going to listen to this and go watch and go, what the fuck, dude? I'm telling you right now, it's hard subject matter. It deals with child abuse. It deals with um, hurting people. It deals with animal abuse. Um, it's not fun to watch in the way that it is to watch a fucking Jason Statham movie or something. Don't uh, like, but, but art isn't always there for you to jerk off. Art is also there for you to explore and to um, consider and think about. Um, it's that's that's what makes things powerful, at well, least for me. American the, cinema, which I don't want to act like I'm shitting on because I don't. I think American cinema kind of created the genre in a lot of ways. In every way, we're so the progenitor of cinema, right? We are the progenitors I mean, of cinematic achievement. We do have a tendency to use cinema as escapism where propaganda yeah and well i mean lots of countries and societies have but used you know, it as you know what i'm saying like we love to big up ourselves we do look at independence day a hundred percent every not a, michael bay movie every michael bay which not shitting on independence day but a lot of other countries have decided to use cinema as an unveiling nazis of things that well yeah <laughs> just saying <laughs> Birth of a nation. But you know what I'm saying. Like things that we haven't seen before Mm -hmm. are being presented by certain filmmakers all around the world. And there are amazing American filmmakers that are doing this without question, obviously. But like, like, like this sounds like the, and full disclosure, I haven't seen this movie. I haven't seen the innocence yet, but I will because I am not afraid of disturbing cinema whatsoever. It begs the question. You said you keep bringing up disturbing. What is what's disturbing for you? Like, I mean, from a cinematic standpoint, what is like truly disturbing? I mean, it's, it's not horror movies. It's not what is disturbing. I mean, some horror movies are very disturbing. Sure, no, 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 no. I, I'm also not... some historical uh, formatted. Fuck yeah! Unbelievably disturbed. They're telling you a truth that maybe you didn't want to see, or maybe it's just someone presenting imagery that is tough, really, really fucking hard to look at. And and like so, there's a lot of movies. I mean, you could create a genre Mm -hmm. of disturbing film, like things I never want to see again. I'm glad I saw it. Like horror, like but I never want to see it again. Like like horror porn. What we coined is that, like saw, like saw, hostile. It was kind of horror gore porn, you know. So before that happened, like French 
horror filmmakers were creating films like How Tension or Martyrs. Martyrs. Um, Inside. That's another one. Martyrs is. High Tension is crazy and amazing. And it, it, it makes your palms sweat. Yes. Which. That's that's when I know I love a movie is when I find myself wringing my hands while I'm watching it because yeah. it has a visceral reaction. Yeah, Martyrs might be one of the most disturbing movies I've ever seen in my life. No, it lives right up to that word. It is disturbing. It is, yeah. It's not just shocking or provocative. A lot of a lot of movies can do that. It I is, think there was an English language remake of Martyrs, which there I was. haven't. There heard. was an American remake, and I haven't seen it. And I, I watched it, and it was fine. Yeah, but, but I, it 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 didn't hit the notes that the French Martyrs hit. It is not for everyone, and we're gonna. So go, if we're gonna have this conversation, yeah, this, let's have it. I will preface my, this. My preamble will be that one. Most of my films are going to be French, Norwegian, or... Japanese. Korean, Japanese. uh, Just call it Asian. Like, there's a lot of really disturbing... It's going to be non-American, most of it. we're also talking about film that we need to recognize as beautiful. Like, some of these... Yeah. I'm never going to include something... You brought something up earlier while we were kind of chatting about this a little bit. You brought up Serbian film. Yeah. That's Which obviously is a, a film I've never finished. That's obviously disturbing and won't finish. You know, there are scenes in that movie that no one really necessarily and also there's nothing beautiful about it. No. I mean, for those that I think that every film that we're going to talk about is going to be a little There's bit, a note of beauty to it. There's some art. There's art it's and beauty. It's not senseless bullshit put on a film or or celluloid or digital. Yeah. This is not that. Martyrs, I would consider a beautifully made film. 100%. It is really difficult to watch. Um, it is not everybody's cup of tea. And, and let me even go further than Bobby did and preface this by saying, if you're queasy or if you don't like, um, if you're one to not venture off into the avant-garde, don't watch any of these just because we're saying it. It is a... These are... Films that some of them, most of them I finished, but some of them I haven't. And that's full disclosure. These are very, very difficult films to watch. And it's not just because they're weird. It's not because the visuals are intense. It's because the subject matter involves things that all of us hold precious, whether it be um, children or uh, bodily autonomy or gore or uh, rape, or full disclosure, we're going to talk about a bunch of movies that you guys may or may not want to watch. And that's okay. But it's an important topic because filmmakers and artists want to push and push the envelope and make you viscerally feel something. If, if If an artist can make you look at a sculpture or listen to a song or watch a movie and it physically alters you, They've done their job as an artist, in my opinion. I don't. I don't know if like. I think that I, that is power. One hundred percent. That is with you. power. Um. So don't you don't need to watch any of these movies. And I would like. I I think going over this list, we're talking about films that are all redeemable. In in regards, you know what I mean. Yeah. We'll mention things that are probably 
irredeemable films. Like Serbian film. Yeah, that kind which of Which deals with it basically the premise of the story is a guy that gets wrapped up into like dark webby shit and starts dealing with like snuff films and there's some CP involved and if you don't know what CP is yeah babies, I don't I don't want it, it's, yeah. it's, it's bad it's bad it's bad it's bad but it's a, it's the journey of a man trying to survive in the world of that and it's I've I won't watch the film I just won't I, it's not for me I've got a stomach for a lot I'm a horror guy. I'm not watching that. However, a lot of the list, uh, films in this list I have watched, and all, most of them I have watched. Um, you talked about Martyrs. So, yes. Let's talk about, well, Which let's is talk about Martyrs. kind of torture porn. It, it, it is, but it isn't. It's a little hostily. Like yes. Everybody knows hostile. That yes. kind of coined the phrase torture porn, horror porn. Um just because they were they went extreme with everything. Yeah. It was literal bamboo under the fingernails and we're not going to pull the camera away. You're going to see every bit of it. Um like you had mentioned with Ari Aster, yeah. they keep the camera on it. A lot of uh and this is directed just to interject yeah. real quick by a guy by the name of I think I I want to say I know it's Pascal. I think the last name is pronounced Lager. It depends. Logier? Logier. Logier. Yeah. Pascal Logier. Um, he also did another film called um, Inside, which also <laughs> could be on this, could be on this fucking list. list. I mean, that um, fucking movie. The French? If you've ever been a pregnant uh, woman, Jesus don't Christ. watch that movie. Don't watch that movie. Don't watch that um, movie. <laughs> we, 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 there's a lot of um, directors that live in this world. Um, there's... Takashi Miike, right? Takashi Miike is Ishi a the Killer, psychotic. Ishi the Killer. Ishi the Killer. Um, audition. Yes. Um, we will discuss. Old boy. Old boy. No, no, no. That's a. That's oh, a different oh, film. that's yeah. a different. Yeah. That, sorry, different that's Korean. Different guy. That's um, right. sorry. But um, no, Takashi Miike. What's the one? What's the one I'm um, thinking of in between after Ichi? But the there was one he did. Oh shit! It was the sorry the, guys. The family. We're, no, it's okay. Um, there's the one he did about the family that is, uh, there, and I'll, there's I'll certain, this there's out, certain yeah. guys that are, um, live in this world. Lars Van Trier with Antichrist and Elephant. And he's done a lot of movies that have been really dark subject matter. And they're hard to watch, man. I'm sorry, but they're very difficult to watch. But the artistry of what they're doing is kind of undeniable um tom six does human centipede Ooh, uh, yeah. which you disclosed to me you've never watched I, and i won't the subject matter is disgusting i don't think it's redeemable i think that's one I, of those films that falls in I, that category i would disagree with the first one the first one does its job okay and it it creates a horror and creates a terror that I've never felt. Um, I think that's redeemable. Sure. I think if you've if you've breached subjects that haven't been breached before, you deserve credit for that okay. as an artist. That's fair. And I'm not, you know, there. I'm I'm not saying that it's like great work. I'm just saying that it's it. Any time an artist pushes an envelope, 
it makes it easier for the artists behind them to push that same envelope further. And it makes things more interesting. Without A, there's not B. Without B, there's not C. So I'm always going to get the back of the artist. Um, right. Period. They're, they're, they're in music, um, the same exact thing. There are things that come out that are so wild. Like you look at like Captain Beefheart in the 60s and early 70s, which made nonsense music. It was him playing two fucking saxes at the same time. It was chaotic dog shit. Let's yes. just be honest. Let's be honest. But that created that, and that created that, and that created that, and now we have Black Midi. You know what I mean? And now we have bands that are unafraid to explore, and somebody needs to kick the door open, and a lot of these directors kick the door open in my brain, so it allows me to think oh, yeah. differently about cinema. I mean, to get back to Takeshi Meek. Yeah. Mike, how are you? Mike, how are I don't, we I don't, I don't know. Guys, I don't know how we say it. we're trying. Um, a lot of this is going to be Asian film, but um, he did a film after Ichi the Killer, which, by the way, if you haven't seen... You which is the one? Really fuck it. So he did this movie called The Happiness of the Katakuris about this family, and it's it's so patently fucking absurd. And just, like, there are moments that are so disgusting in this movie where, like, the mother's water breaks and it floods the entire house, and they have to, like, figure out it's how It's absurdist, that, it's though. It's absurdist, but it's also, like, oh, this is so gross. Disgusting. <laughs> what so was the movie gross. after that? Um, because after Ichi came, like, read me that IMDb list. So, like, Ichi, there was Visitor Q. That's a big one. Yeah, big that's one. fucking and gnarly. that's right after fucking Yeah, Ichi that's gnarly. Yeah, Ichi the Q. Killer, by the way, I think for anybody who's, like, interested in this kind of cinema is a great place to start. Also, Takeshi put out in fucking 2001, six fucking movies. <laughs> you want to talk about prolific? You, I don't know how you do that. You don't. But yeah, um, that guy he's was prolific. just amazing. He did, that year, he did Agitator. He did um, a movie I can't pronounce. He did Ichi the Killer. He did Visitor Q, Family, um, Dead or Alive. He Dead did, or Alive is yeah. great. I mean, um, He also did just, a, a uh, horror movie, a genuine horror movie that had never been done before. fucking guy. Here's the cool thing about Takeshi Meek. He also does movies like 13 Assassins, which Right. or Harry uh Harry Curry. Yeah, which are some of the greatest samurai bona fide samurai. Bona fide. Nothing fucked up. up about them. They're just bad ass. So he's not 13 a 13 Assassins Charlie. is one of the greatest of all time. Samurai Gather up a that might be crew a fucking, and kill people. Fucking like that and, movie's amazing. And they get aped by everybody. His shit gets aped by everybody. But he makes these weird little films. Like I've showed um, another one of his films. You want to talk about disturbing is Audition. Well, <laughs> if you have not seen Audition, I wouldn't put this on the unwatchable list like Serbian film or martyrs i think is kind of unwatchable for some of you guys and i'm not doing that so you watch it and then go you motherfucker uh fuck audition is psychological and physical and wow i i get when i start thinking about it i get so unsettled yeah the acting though the the directing it's 
it's literal brilliance. Like you're watching brilliance. There's kind of a philosophical remake of Audition. What? Called Hard Candy. Uh, yeah. Uh, philosophically. Uh, 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 Come, dude. The themes are. I love the I love the comparative analysis. I do. Very very. Hard similar. Candy is one of my favorite movies. Of I all time. love fucking Hard Candy. It's not the same movie. No. It. But I however, get it. I get it. It I get it. Tunes in very closely to the the emotional um, yes environment that yes. it creates. No, I, I totally understand why you said that. You have a man. That feels very much in control of his mm-hmm. surroundings and his, his world, world, his entire universe. And, and some young girl that he viewed, he viewed, yeah, as a victim, turns him into the victim. Turns him into the victim. That is that audition. Is audition to a T. Um, to a if, point. Holy cow! Audition is horrifying. It's horrifying. Um, it's the acting. The the direction in it it is honestly almost perfect horror. I always talk about The Shining as being perfect horror, and it is. It is. Let's not be. Let's not mince words. Audition is top ten for me for horror. It is one of the scariest, unsettling movies I've ever seen in my life. Anybody I've ever shown this movie to has done nothing but have saucer eyes or ask me to shut it off. Cause they, yeah. it's not like it's like, it's so hard. It's not like it's not, it's not like it is visually disturbing to an extent. Although there are moments, it is the implication of what's going to happen. It's an exercise in anticipation uh, and the anxiety created. Um, Hitchcock was great. But I don't want to give away too much, and we're not going to do spoilers uh, on this Jesus fucking man. conversation. Watch audition when she breaks out the piano wire. Oh no! And the implication e- 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 of what boy. is happening okay. with the piano um, wire is so fucking horrifying. Uh, so horrifying! It, it, is, it makes me uncomfortable. In a word, about it. disturbing, disturbing. Um, and she uses it. You brought up a really good <laughs> one, which was old boy. Oh, okay. So, yeah, another... That was redone by Josh Brolin, American, which don't watch that. Yeah, it was a Spike Lee-directed... It was a Spike Lee Do not watch that. Don't watch that. Park Chan-wook, who did the original Old Boy, it's part of a trilogy... Yes. ...that are not narratively connected. They are philosophically connected. Yes. It's called the Vengeance Trilogy. Um, There's a film called... Uh, Mr. Vengeance or Sympathy for Sympathy Mr. Vengeance. For Mr. Vengeance. Then yeah. the 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 middle film that we're going to talk about is Old Boy, and the final film is called Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Yeah, and which Old was super Boy. Cool. Oh, that's a great movie. It's a great. They're movie. all great movies. No, I know, but Sympathy for Lady. I mean, Vengeance my dude has never made a bad movie. Yeah, that's he's never made a bad movie. Ever heard of Parasite? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's the, a different guy, but that's okay. No. So, totally different guy. Are you sure? 100%. Oh, my God. 100%. I it's suck. okay. I suck. That's Bong Joon-hoon <laughs> that did uh, uh, Parasite and the host. And so racist. It's okay, man. You're such a racist. I know. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. So, old boy is... I can't know everything all at once, all the time. I think we've discussed this film before because yeah, we, we did an episode that was based on vengeance movies. And I yes. think we talked about Old Boy at length, so we don't have to go too deep into it. Okay. 
it's but, still it's still qualified. But we've, what we've never talked about when it comes to Old Boy is the disturbing elements of this film, and the it's mostly the finale. The third most act of it of, is fine. The third act of this movie. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's a moment where he eats an octopus raw. Whatever. I don't that know. If you find that, that disturbing, you find that disturbing. Well, have you? But what you really find disturbing is the emotional violence that happens at the in end. the final act of this movie. Motherfucker. It's brutal. It's not even about what you see on screen. It has nothing to do with visuals. It's conceptual. It's like you're thrust into a situation. <laughs> it's so bad. To keep this spoiler free is so unfair, but just if you have watched you to watch this the OG, so bad. watch it. To watch this movie is, it's great. It's hilarious. First of all, Old Boy is hilarious. That movie's fucking funny from beginning until it's not. Until it's not funny. It has got some of the funniest shit in it. It's hilarious. And it's got the best side scroll action sequence of all time. 100%. It looks like like Double Dragon. It's awesome. There's a reveal. And that's where things go left. Um, and it goes sideways, and all of a sudden you're just like, "Oh my god, let's let's go, yeah, let's go." And the um, main the main character in that film, Odesu, is one of the greatest film characters of all time. Yeah, should be just memorialized. It's it's an astounding. It's one of those disturbing ones that are okay to watch again. Some of these aren't okay to watch. You watch. You brought up Irreversible. I did. You watched that once. 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 And it is... So, d- d- touch on Irreversible. Like It is unsettling. Well... We haven't talked about Gaspar No too much. So. No. Um, who I didn't know made... No Way? No Way. I think it's Gaspar No Way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... <laughs> The whole, it's funny with that movie. The whole movie doesn't even matter. Um, Vincent Castle, which is one of my favorite French actors, he was the bad guy in one of like the Mission Impossible movies or Ocean's Twelve or something. Ocean's, um, Ocean's, yeah, um, yeah. He was also in a movie. Um, he was in a horror movie called The Devil um, that Holy nobody's shit. ever watched, which is I forgot about that movie. Frightening. Yeah. Um, but fantastic actor. If you saw him, you know who he is. He's one of those guys. Um, plays the counterpart to Monica Bellucci, who, let's be honest, might be one of the most beautiful women that ever lived. She's in on the entire timeline yeah. of human history. She's on World's Mount Rushmore. Oh, beautiful, women. sweet lord. She's gorgeous and a phenomenal actor. She played. Uh, she played. The counterpart in the Matrix to the French guy that you meet in the Matrix. Yeah. She played the counterpart. In Reloaded? Yes. The second one? I don't know. They all blend together. Whatever. They're all Um, shit. There's a scene in a, what was it, a train station? Or was it a subway Um, or a a bridge? It's a subway tunnel, Tunnel. I think. And there's a rape. She gets raped. And... um, it is it is hard to watch, man. I don't know a lot of women that have I don't know if disturbing even covers it. Nah. There unfortunately, let me start by that. Uh most P 
people that live right now have had some really bad shit happen to them. Um, most women I know have had some, at the very least, sexual harassment, the very most sexual abuse happen, unfortunately. I, this is not a movie I would watch if I were, um, if I were, if I felt like I was um, the woman of any relationship. Um, I couldn't imagine being in a situation like this and feeling so defenseless and and powerless. And it, it, the movie's important because it exploits that. It makes you see how fucked up this is. Um, yes. This is not porn. No. Nope. This is some of the most horrifying shit you'll ever see in your this life. This is the most unsexual scene <sighs> you will God. ever, ever watch in your it, life. So when we bring up disturbing, um, I, it, I, I'll, and I'll give you full disclosure. I never have watched this entire scene. It was too hard for you me can't. to watch. You can't. As a, as a father of a daughter... Um, when my daughter was born, when this came out, I couldn't do it, man. It it just, it fucked me up too bad. Um, but I will say this is like famous for being that way. And Gaspar Noe has done so many other disturbing movies. That is the void. Crowning achievement. I I would guess. Disturbing, I guess. Enter yeah. the void. Enter which the void is if you've ever taken mushrooms or have done acid. Enter the void might be one of the most disturbing movies of all time. Being that it's a guy who takes DMT and then through the course of the movie dies and gets reborn as his own nephew and goes through birth and everything in between. If you haven't watched Enter the Void and you like psychedelics, good luck, sir. Yeah, um, I've up. done it. It is a Buckle up, brother. Um, what were the other ones you were well, talking about? Well, so, okay, so we're talking a lot about, and we're getting almost a break time. Sorry, so. irreversible. No, Fuck we're me fine. up, man. Fuck we're, me up. We're getting to this point where all we've done is talk about Asian and European cinema. That's the only people for doing those it. Those people are fucked up. Let's just say it. <laughs> Well, They're fucked up. They make look, fucked up movies. Those, those civilizations and those places and countries have been along a lot longer than we have of course for thousands of and years they've been exploring art a long longer than we have amen so american films what the I, mist i, the I mist. love that the mist is a really really great example uh frank darabont yep but Based Stephen on King, a Stephen King, which by the uh, way, the, well, based on a Richard short Bachman story. short story. Yeah, it was um, in. I think it was in Skeleton Crew. I think so. Yeah, it was the last uh, story in uh, Skeleton Crew, and in the story, it ended up being that they drove out of the mist. If you if you don't know the story, you don't know the story. But essentially, there's a mist that settles, and there's monsters in the mist. That's it. It's that scary. If you go outside, you die. Yeah. If you're inside, you're fine, sort of, unless you let them in. The If you're in the mist, you're fucked. And there's like 800-foot-tall monsters and tiny little bugs, and they can all kill you. That was the premise of the, uh, of the short story. In the short story, um, they leave the mist. They get out. And the last thing is... In the story is they're going to a Howard Johnson 
and they estimate that they're able to stay at night before the mist rolls in to where they are. So it's open-ended. It's one of those open-ended stories. In the movie adaptation, <laughs> Jesus Christ, they got dark as fuck. Oh, and this, by the way, if you don't want to hear this, skip ahead five minutes because but we're, it's so good. There's no way we can talk about this without spoiling this movie, dude. Talk about the ending. This is a. It's so good. This is the biggest spoiler warning that has ever happened. Yeah, on the this Whiskey this Road. literally because this ruins is the, the end movie. of the movie and is so fucking disturbing. It's so wrong. They get out of the mist. Okay. Sort of. There's three of them, right? Yes. Or four of them. Four. There's and they, four. they drive a Jeep Cherokee yes. out of the mist. Yes. And then they run out of gas. Yes. And so the, the monsters mist is be- are everywhere. Incoming. They're coming yeah. in. And so um, uh, Tom Jane. Tom Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane, who, by the way. He's great. Love that. I don't mind guy. that guy. What a unabashed fucking badass. Have you seen Expanse? Yes. Expanse? And he loves doing genre film. That yes, is his he does. favorite That's thing. That's his shit. I want to do horror. I want to do sci-fi. I don't give a fuck. I want to be fucked up. I'll do that show on HBO where my dick is big. Yeah. Like, uh, whatever. Hung? He's just that guy. He was great. And so in that scene, there's four survivors, but Doom is imminent. Imminent. The monsters are They're coming. You're going to die. You're so all going to die. He's left to a decision. Who's in the Jeep? Um, it is Tom Jane, his son. Yeah. His new... I, I don't... I don't I, wanna, it's just like... Is the, she a love interest? It's like the femme fatale. Yeah. I don't know. I a don't girl, know. A girl and then, and and then, then an older And person. then the old guy. Yeah. Um, that was also in Walking Dead. You guys wouldn't know if you saw him. He was from uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption He's as great. well. Great actor. But anyways, so they're in the fucking truck. I'm going to talk like this. You should. <laughs> because Do these it. fucking I'm, monsters I'm feeling are it. coming. And he realizes... We're all going to die. We're going to die, and we're going to die horribly. 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 By the way... I've got a gun. I could kill all of us and save us the trouble of being mutilated and tortured by these goddamn Yeah, because sometimes HP they stick Lovecraft you and you demons. have boils. And yeah. This isn't fun death. No, and it's a little boy, and it's just like lady than he knows. And yeah. it's fun, you know what I mean? And so he decides, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give us all the easy way out. Yeah. He shoots her. Shoots the old guy. Plugs the old guy. And then he, he shoots his son. And then, then what happens? And he's about to kill himself. He has the gun in his mouth crying. About to kill himself. He's crying with the gun in his mouth. The army shows up. <laughs> it's so fucked up. And they're smoking the monsters. And they're fucking the monsters up. <laughs> if he would have waited five minutes. Fucking 46 seconds, dude. Like it, it, As far Yo. as the movie goes. And you know what he I mean? realizes he's saved. He's saved. And he just shot everybody he loves. So the real horror, the disturbing part, is that he gets to live with that decision for the rest of his Ama- fucking life. Amazing. Amazing. Unbelievable. It is such so a disturbing. shitty twist. I hate it. Um, <sighs> and before we anyway. go to smoke, Requiem for a Dream might be the most disturbing Drug American movie. film ever made. 
drug movie. It's the disturb- well, most disturbing yeah. drug movie ever made. I mean, come um, on. If you've come ever on. seen Requiem, and it's a beautiful movie. I've seen it more than once. A lot of people can't take it. Well done. Ellen Barkin, or not Ellen Barkin, what's her name? Ellen Burstyn. Burstyn. I always fuck that up. Ellen Burstyn, Jennifer Connelly, Jared Leto. Beautiful. Um, the Wayans brother. Uh, Damon. Uh, Damon. Damon is the best thing Damon Wayans ever done. Oh. Jared Leto. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly kind of, unfortunately, gave every guy my age sexual issues because of this movie. Yeah. Um, it's about drug use. It's gross, but it's fantastic. Uh, Human Centipede. Don't watch it. No. Right? What are we at? And Oh. 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 Quick shout out to Tetsuo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tetsuo is uh, flesh porn. It's weird. It's metal meets flesh. Shit. Anyway. One more. And I'll I'll just make this. Oh, I'm going to go one more, too. I'll make this a blanket statement. I wrote it down. We're talking about Canadian film now. We're talking about David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg has made... The, Some of the most the disturbing father, cinema. The father. The father of body horror. Of body horror. I mean. Videodrome. Oh, holy shit, Let's man. go, bitch. Well, scanners, videodrome. Scanners. Um, uh, what was the one where they get the fucking thing under their armpit? It's oh, all, uh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, creepers. I can't remember. Creepers. Creepers. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to pee myself. Dead ringers. I got to go now. Yeah. I got to go. Dude. Anyways. I got to go. We love you. It's time for a word from our sponsor. This film is based on actual events. The term Karen sends a chill down the spine of nearly every red-blooded American. But 40 years before the jokes, before the memes, the story of America's ugliest affliction has just begun. And for our top story, a disturbing rise in white middle-aged suburban female anger has resulted in a cavalcade of formal complaints tying up law enforcement switchboards countrywide. Don't. Go to the park. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. Don't. Go to Trader Joe's. That man harassed me for not wearing a mask. I have a breathing problem. My doctor would not let me wear a mask. So anyone harassing me to wear a mask, you guys are violating federal law. Do you get that? And don't park in a parking lot. Get the fuck away. I know. You get the fuck away. Oh. From producers Kirstie Alley and Christy Swanson come the directorial debut of human horror show Stacy Dash. This summer, enter a new chapter of terror in what Breitbart News calls an attack on the American dream. I want to speak to the manager right fucking now! No amount of suffering can prepare you for the, the caring. This film has not yet been rated. Yet. Gastrointestinal issues right now. <laughs> Thought those was to fix that. But no. Bucci. Hey friends, you can reach out to the whiskey reel at 970-426-5344. Put the cans in Kansas. I <laughs> Also, you can reach us at whiskeyreel at gmail.com. Give us a little long form feedback. We're available on all social platforms. You can Don't find this podcast. Us. Anywhere. Don't email us. Yeah. Or you're you're a sociopath. We were just out on the balcony. (laughs) 
in Blake's <laughs> office. Looking down. Looking down. At and, Kansas. And there was... <laughs> 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 and a young lady walked by with some... Uh, Healthiness. <laughs> Attributes. Attributes. Yeah. Um, by with the way... just this guy... <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's like, he either has a nine-inch hog or a bank account. And I was like, the latter, my guy. Definitely the bank the account. The latter. Yeah, yeah. He paints He paints like motorcycle gas tanks for a living. That's, <laughs> I guarantee. And makes like 300 Gs doing it. Easy. You know what I mean? Easy. Um, we ran out of the room on the last segment. Or I, I ran out of the room. I was going to literally piss my pants. And this is what happens when you're... 50 burger. Uh, yeah, sometimes, what, your, sometimes your pee hole <laughs> <laughs> needs attention. I know. And you walked out and you're coming back and I'm running down the hall. <laughs> like, nope, I'm right behind you. I got I to gotta do it too. I got to do it too. That being said, um, get in touch with us. Let us know how you feel. Give us some ideas. Go figure, you awesome. lazy cunts. We love you guys. Um, we do love you, but you're lazy cunts. Yeah, bring it, though. That being said, uh, you brought a song I haven't heard yet, and I'm very interested. I don't want to do the song yet. Oh. No, we're going to do the song after we talk about fucking She-Hulk. Oh, sorry. Okay. Don't you be br- sorry. Yeah. No, no, don't no, 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 no. sorry. Never I'm be always, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm always apologetic. We don't have a producer anymore. Oh, sorry. Hi, Sean. Hi. So... We are. You're at home playing original Halo, smoking a vape. So we're going to talk a little media, <laughs> but we're not going to do Caliente just yet. Okay. But I I wanted to talk. I I was lying in bed this morning and I turned on the newest episode of She Hulk. I have not seen it. It doesn't. Matter. And that's fine. I I was laughing so hard. It's one of the funniest episodes of TV that I've seen in a very long time. I never asked for a second Bucci, but can I have one? Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, this is not a... So, I love this show. I want to be very clear. Okay. I love this show. I think the criticisms that are coming against it are of the R-word variety. <laughs> I think people are being absolutely myopic and ridiculous about it. Okay. I think that they picked a perfect actress to play this role. Yeah, she's I think great. she is she's astoundingly funny. I think the casting is great. I think the tone of the show is perfect for television. Right. It's not big time cinematic stuff. It is just a really really it's concise. Yeah, and it's a it's a smart, funny examination of being a woman dating with an added complication. Could I give you? Could I give you some of the detractors? Can I be? Can Please. I be devil's advocate? Be the all right. The true devil's advocate. All right. Thank you, brother. Um. So what? What are they get? saying on the streets? What are they saying on the streets? <laughs> um. On the tweets in the streets. Um, what they are saying is, A, it's bad CGI, which I don't agree. Um, they're saying that it is woke scolding everybody. They're saying that it is man Haiti. They're saying that it is lazy writing. Um, they're saying, 
I'm giving I'm gonna give you all this. I'm softballing up I know. your diatribe. I know. I know. They're saying all of these things about this show that it is like they've lost the plot. It is lazy. It is dumb writing. It is it, none of it makes sense. And they're trying to be man Haiti. How's that? Okay. In a uh, nutshell. Well, all of that is dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, like this is literally the story of an empowered woman. Yeah. Like she literally gained powers. Powers. Also, she's been empowered. It's telling a story about a woman that's been empowered that is actually having a hard time dealing with the fact that she's empowered. Yeah. She's been granted she something. She hates it. She she hates it. She just wants to be a fucking attorney. That's yeah. what she wants to do. Right. It is Come on. Anybody that tell you that this show isn't funny? just has no sense of humor. The show is goddamn funny. Well, they're worried about her twerking. Oh, yeah, because... That is yeah. a thing to be worried oh about. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, how dare we? I know. I mean, in the fucking world that we live in, like, twerking is, is something that... That's oh, it. I that's can't have my kids. I can't have my kids see, like, She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the new episode features prominently what happens when a She-Hulk... Goes on not Tinder, obviously, but like whatever dating, Tinder-esque dating application, and how that works out for her. They actually bring forward a really, really cool male character in a lot of ways that she's super attracted to, and she's her frustration with her job, with her life, with everything that's going on that she can't make that happen. You know what I mean? It's actually really fucking cool, really, really fun. Yeah. It's smart. It's sex in the city with like green CGI. Superhuman shit. In a way. But it's really I don't know, man. I I, I find it so refreshing mm. to the point where I'm now to the point where I'm like I almost think it's my favorite Disney Plus Marvel show. Property. I mean WandaVision. Is was pretty good. profoundly amazing. Like, yeah, it's and so to, is Moon Knight. For but this me. is such a different prod product, dude. Like, it's nothing like anything they've done. Breaking no. the fourth wall, like which was in the comic book, in the comic like, books. Like they're being very true to the comic. Well, book. and a lot of the dipshits, and I'm going to call you that if that's yeah. who you are, is a dipshit that think that it's woke culture that made the Hulk female. Yeah, it's not. It's been around. that's been around since like 1976. You mm-hmm. idiots, like fucking, you know, pick Just up, pick up the up. internet and grow read up. it for a second. Grow like up, that's dude. actually this is. It's funny. We talked about it a couple weeks ago and last week. It's funny. It's entertainment. It's not supposed to be life altering. It's fun. Remember fun. Have Remember fun guys? with it. Remember, guys, having fun, going to the beach, throwing around a ball? Remember having fun? Everything. And Bobby and I just went outside. We, you know, had a dart, and we were talking about it. It doesn't... Any? Can you imagine The Godfather coming out now? Can you imagine... The backlash. Goonies coming out now, oh. and how it'd be racially fucking inappropriate... And oh, it's this and it's uh, data. Like, Are you there kidding is me? Nothing 
that we love and hold as cherished property that could come out if you left it to everybody. So I think I think a great wrap to that is do what you want to do, man. Like if you're worried about everybody else, if you're if you're an artist out there making movies, making music, just make taking shit. pictures, make your shit. Do not worry about it because if you're good, they're going to hate you. That's the sign of good. And to be clear, they're going to hate you from both sides. Oh, every side. Every side. Just gonna, make it. Whatever creative content you're trying to put together, you're going to get. Do it. Sh- they're going to shit on you. They're going to shit on you. You're going to piss. Listen, it's been you're said piss a lot off. of time. Lot. Uh, it's been said. And by the way, if you're not pissing somebody off, you're not doing it right. Then your shit is weak. Then you're not you? doing it right. No, your shit is terrible. If it's you, weak. It's fucking art pisses you, people off, and if you're not doing it, you're not doing art right. Yeah, in my opinion. So piss, piss them, them off, off, piss them off. And I think that's what She Hulk is doing right now. I love it. I love it. It's a I, sweet show. It's cute as fuck. It's cute. She Hulk, by the way, as a character, could get it. I fucking find her phenomenally adorable. She Hulk would take you over her shoulder. I would, let and you're her. there for it. I would let her. You're there for it. I want all. Are of you that. asking She Hulk to take you over her shoulder? I want to make sweet love <laughs> to that. Not big... to Tatiana Maslany, who is a wonderful actress. She's fucking hilarious. She's great, man. But no. to She Hulk specifically, no, I want to sleep with She Hulk. Okay, well, we'll work on that. No, she's all like just big and cuddly. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I love her. She's six seven and will just <laughs> dominate you. Love it. Bobby has a thing. I, got, I don't know I have a thing. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kind of getting a thing. Yeah, yeah, like, no, I mean, She-Hulk could get it. Uh, She-Hulk can great. get it. I think it's great. It's um, fun. Just have fun. We're not alive a long time. Okay? Sea turtles live dude. longer than us. Just have a good time and stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. Stop with all the rhetoric. Stop with all the dumb shit. I'm going to be 50 this year. I'm going to die, like, you know, T-minus. Let's go. Yeah. Let's have a good time, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, Do you know who's not dying? Black Thought. Black Thought. Benny the Butcher. Come on. Show me the song. I Okay. So, full disclosure, I'm usually the rap guy You're on the, the guy. show. This is that your said, song that I'm presenting. I, I appreciate that. But I will tell you, there's a reason why. Benny has put out... A song every three days. No, I know. For <laughs> years. And I love the prolificness. I love the ubiquity of what he's doing. I love the fact that he's just saturating the market with himself in the world of hip hop. We're talking about Benny the Butcher, who's part of Griselda Records. Yeah. Um, Conway, who's no longer with them, who separated out. Um, West Side Gun, like. If you don't know hip-hop, then I get it. I totally understand. This is all, like, Latin to you. But this guy was part of a bigger crew that was, like, really, really important the last, like, 10 years. And they're out of Buffalo, New York. Benny has been putting out shit with everybody. Everybody. Like, literally. Like, every three days, I get a thumbnail on this guy doing a song with somebody, either a feature or his own. So when Bobby gave the thumbnail to me, I was like, oh, I missed this one. 
Um, th- it's Benny with Black Thought, who is um, Mount Rushmore, Damn. MC. Uh, the Roots. I don't know. Don't have even. You, we have we, you guys heard of the Roots? We've talked about Black Thought <laughs> because of the Danger Mouse shit yeah. that's been coming out with him 100%. and Danger Mouse, which is a fucking amazing album. Um, well, you know the funny thing about the Roots song. is like they're all Jimmy Fallon shit now, so like. Well, but you I mean, know what I'm saying. They got paid by Jimmy Fallon. They and got paid he was by Jimmy smart Fallon. by getting but, Quest and Black Thought as being part of the band. But you understand that Black Thought has been marginalized just a little bit because of, like everybody knows Quest Love now. Yeah, everybody but, knows Quest yeah, Love. Yeah, but uh, listen. Because of Jimmy Fallon. There is nobody in the hip-hop community that doesn't know this guy. Oh, no, he's legend. Is he top is 10 MC of all time. All time. All time. I'm. That is not hyperbole. Uh, Bustos, I know you're out there listening. Back me up. So all time. Here's why I love this track and why it caught my attention. Why is I'm, that? I'm pretty much 110% positive this is an Al Green track. Let's hear it. The sample. You mean the Reverend Al Green? The Reverend Al Green. All right. I think it's the sample. I love the production. I'll, I'll run it by Rex. I, I think the... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so stupid. You are So let's see who first to the finish. If it's less than a hundred racks, it don't deserve your attention. Cause burdens come with it. My second test was serving a sentence. My first was make a brick jump like it was hurdling fences. Certainly, my last shit was a courtesy, nigga. And further we have bust downs before you heard of me, nigga. Shoe boxes stacked with racks sitting vertically in them. I'm fresh out of luck. I'm here cause I deserve to be, nigga. Man, talk to me. I okay. just lost my uh, okay. fucking mind listening no. to that. So that is. I just lost my mind listening to that. And oh, you're, and you're right. These guys are putting out tracks constantly, but uh, that okay between mm. the sample, between the Look, production, the track and the production was fire. Let's let's start with that. Let's just go. That Al Green cut is dope. I'm surprised that it hasn't been taken earlier. God, dude, fight! But but I know you're you're super hyphy about the track, the lyrics. Oh my. <sighs> No, he said some shit that he was he was like fools be wearing half size clothes. It's alluding the fact that the new rappers are in skinny jeans and wearing like there was a lot of grown up rap going on right there. And the grown up emceeing going. These are grown men. Yeah. Kicking lyrics. And I I hadn't heard that. I'm going to go home and listen to it right now. Um, Damn, that was Fire! Um, well, no, was, this was, that el- was amazing. This was elder statement, elder statement teaching. Dude, you're a talking, bit. you're talking, you're talking old men rapping, man. Yeah, and he's and talking to the, he's talking to the youth, to the to the boys in the game, the, the youth, the youth, um, the is youth. That a thing? I don't know. Is that um, a thing? Yeah, it's that's some ODB <laughs> shit. It's so like anyway, children. No, I fucking um, love that. That's track. That's a great track. Thank you for bringing that. Oh man, that is yeah. fucking. That's so it's right funny. Up my ally. I, the only reason I found that track, and I will give credit where credit is due, I listen to a podcast at 1 p.m. almost daily, 
uh, or not a podcast, but a broadcast mm-hmm. um, called Brother from Another with the two Michaels. It's a sports show. But they opened up the show this week talking about this fucking track. They're like, dude. That's hot shit. Dude. And that's what I'm saying. Benny puts out shit every yeah. three days. So sometimes I look at the thumbnail and I'm like, do I? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he puts out, he's so prolific. It's crazy. Like, you look at a guy like Kanye that puts out a record every five years. Yeah. Or Drake that puts out a record every four years or three years. Benny is grinding, brother. Or these like, dudes that just put out great shit constantly. Well, it's he, amazing. They're like the Robert Pollards of fucking hip hop. Well, that's a weird reference. Why? Um, I, it's just. Like, Robert Pollard is that guy. Because what just they're... always in the fucking... I'm always recording. Because I'm for, always writing. For, for, I'm always for, doing it. For... For... I I mean... I mean... I did this shit for a minute. I'm just saying, for this style of music, you have to grind. You're finding producers. You're finding beats. You have to write to them. You have to record it. Out. Find a guy. Find a beat. Write to record it. Put it out like it is literal grind time like it's not like a regular thing it's not regular art this is grinding and and pushing and this is what these guys done their whole lives whether benny's cooking up fucking shit in a pot or black thoughts like cooking up shit with his crew these guys are are writing original rhymes original times they, it, it, this is all a minute, man. Sure. It's at the minute. It's at the moment. And that's why I enjoy this art form so much. It's so reflective of what a genius can do all a minute. Sure. It's at the moment. And it's, man, you hear something like that, and I'm like, I want to like go out and fucking jump off a building. You know what I mean? Like It makes me crazy. I love it. I love it. I love it. That was a great song, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, man. Every once in a while, I get to bring something. Well, I usually bring in chick rock. Yeah, I know. It's not Sleater, <laughs> Sleater Kenny this week. Hame. No. First of all, it's Haim. It's Haim. I knew it. I did that. You bit. You bit, no, you I know. motherfucker. It's Haim. Um, is it time to clutch? It's time to clutch our Could I get the last one? Yeah, I got one. Uh, I'm gonna make mine real quick. We t- we touched on this earlier, man. Um, as I'm going through, you know, we, we live on social media and we live on our phones and we scroll and we mm. watch what people are saying. And it's like, everyone has this axe to grind. And mm-hmm. as we touched upon earlier, like I think it'd be really really healthy from a mental standpoint for people to stop fucking. In deference to what we call this uh, segment, stop clutching your pearls all the time. <laughs> you don't have to be fucking upset and pissed off and verklempt about everything that's coming out in media. You can enjoy things. It's okay to laugh and have fun and enjoy shit. And we have, it's like we have a, as a society, have lost the ability to have fun. Like, what are we fucking not doing anymore? Because we're not on Love Island. Yeah. Like, what are we not... Why are we not enjoying the... Mm. We live in a time right now. 
that we have unprecedented amounts of media and content and fucking entertainment. You never have to leave your house. You could door dash your shit to your door. They'll bring you a fucking pot roast or some <laughs> chicken strips or whatever the fuck you want, man. Do you want some pot roast? You want some pot roast? I got you pot roast, All motherfucker. Right, let's yeah. go. Let's it's going to be go. a $4 upcharge, let's but go. you're going to get your pot roast. <laughs> yeah, man. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to bitch about that pot roast. Fuck yeah. You're going to bitch about it because yep. that pot roast was substandard. And it wasn't like the pot roast you had 20 years ago. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I, I'm just... It doesn't matter that... The new version of Pinhead in the Hellraiser remake is female. It doesn't matter. That is so specific. That's so funny. Well, it just popped in my head. Because <laughs> that's something that assholes are fucking pissed that's off about. That's what they would say. They're, no, they're literally saying it right oh, now. Sorry. That is actually happening. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, there's a new version of Hellraiser. With a female Pinhead? With a that's, female That's pinhead. scarier. That's scary as fuck That's scary and it looks cool as shit and uh, everybody's losing their god damn minds by the way not lord of the rings ourselves. ring of power how dare we have a black elf how dare we? i don't even want i didn't even how get dare into we? this i didn't even get into this do you understand what i'm saying a black dwarf too can we oh my god fucking chill the fuck out for 10 no, minutes we and just enjoy it's a fantasy world we're not rewriting history this is fake history some motherfucker wrote this they made it up lord of the rings is made up hellraiser is made up stop being so precious about these properties it's not precious it's racist it's just though. It's you understand blatant, what I'm man. Saying, no. You understand what I'm saying. It's blatant, man. When you get mad about a black dwarf with dragons and Sauron, and you get mad about a black elf, you just don't like black people, man. And that's fine. And But yeah. say it. But say it. Be honest with yourself. Stop fucking around like it's not true to the property. Be honest and say you don't like it. And at some say point, say you don't like black people, man. To other people, and at some point, say the fucking word. Be who you are, because you know you're fucking thinking it. You're a piece of shit. You're thinking the n word. Say it. So say it. So say it, man. Be who the fuck. So you we are. all know who you are, you fucking cunt. Um, sorry. No, that, that triggered me a little. No, bit. dog. I'm so with you. Um, I want to hear your shit, but uh, yeah. Say it. I'm having a hard time. It's okay, buddy. Take your time. We've had a lot of death lately in this town. And it's weird. And it's directed towards a certain group. And, uh... I know the people that I enjoy, that I love, that I work with, are having a hard time. So I'm having a hard time. That's why I'm so emotional. <sighs> okay. Let's go. <clears throat> There's been a lot of death around hospitality people in this town. It's been bad. <sighs> it's been happening for a lot longer than... The reference that I will make. It's been happening for a long time. This is a hard job, man. 
and people uh, discount how difficult it is. The hours, what you have to do, you have to placate. It's weird. It's a weird job. I'm not making excuses. It's hard. But there's things you can do to seek help. If you're feeling a certain way, there's a lot of stuff you can do. You could talk to other people. I know it feels weird and it's super like fucking, it's super sus and super weird, but you can talk to people. There's a company called In the Weeds in town. If you're feeling weird or damaged, call somebody. Call somebody. I did I'm not personally affected by this latest thing, but I know people who are and looking in their eyes, it hurts. It really fucking hurts. Just seeing them going through it. Like, it's not even me. Like, I'm just, like, empathizing with these people and knowing what they're going through. There's a company called In the Weeds. If you're in the hospitality industry and you're feeling bad, call them. Blaine is the director. He's a really good guy. He's been in the industry forever and he understands. Um, Don't make any decisions alone make a decision with somebody anybody don't make a decision alone i'm sorry to end on that like really graphically shitty note um but this town's been ripped up with this shit and it's getting old it's hard enough well dude we're not going to end on that note we're going to end on a note of this I know exactly what you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. And you're not wrong, dude. First of all, Blaine is a good friend of both of us. Yeah. Um, Blaine is a really good friend. And I've worked with Blaine. He was in the kitchen when I worked at El Moro. Yeah. He understands the service industry very, very well. And Aaron speaks the truth. Uh, you guys that are out there and I know I mean, let's be honest, a lot of our people are our service hospitality, industry. Hospitality, man. And you're not in this alone. You could reach out to me. You could reach out to Aaron. You could reach yeah, out to please. organizations like In the Weeds. Please. Because I mean, and Blaine and I have actually, we're talking about doing something for In the Weeds for our 200th episode. Hell yeah. And I think that would be. It's a little weird that it's a whiskey reel, but okay. It is and it isn't. <laughs> um, the thing about no, it, it is. I'm just kidding. I'm I know. Trying to add some. Well, here's the thing about In the Weeds, and we'll talk about this for a second. They're not a sobriety no, organization. They're just they help. are their help. They're they are help. help for people that are struggling with things. And as you know, people in this industry, man, Fuck. people in hospitality, they struggle with addiction oh. and they struggle with depression and they struggle with a lot of other issues. And the what the situation that you're talking about i i don't want to i don't want to get into details about no, it please you know don't. It, it it's just something that like this could have been stopped i'll put it this way this yeah. could have been 
This or is a situation mitigated, or mitigated. Mitigated would be like, a perfect word. Thank you. And yeah. uh, you guys, we are the the whiskey reel is a, not a profitable enterprise. This is not a monetized enterprise. We want to work with our community. Yeah, we love our community, and we're always going to be there. First and foremost, for our brothers in arms in the hospitality sector. Yeah. And that's what we do. That's, that's what who we, we are. Do. And, and we're not here to make money, clearly. So, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen us? We are not here to make money. I'm sorry. Uh, and I didn't mean to take over your No, segment. no, no. I, Thank I just, you. Thank you. You, you concisely. Said what I want to say. So I got very emotional. I'm sorry. Nope. I love you. Call somebody. Yeah. If you need help. Absolutely. Hey, we love you guys. We will talk to you next week. <laughs>